summer. I am a sexy beast. Secrets will be revealed. Lower the globe. Release the meteor! Whoa! No way! Raise the bomb! <laughs> One of our best agents has been kidnapped. It's your father. An evil pact. Who has my father? The aptly named gold member. A dangerous mission. Where can I find this gold member? 1975. He is, ladies and gentlemen. It's gold member! I am from Holland. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy's sequel remix. This is episode 363. I'm Marquis Mike. We're back, baby. Yeah, we took a we took a hiatus. We took a hiatus, a, yeah. A holiday. Yeah. You know, for our uh, listeners across the pond. Yeah, yeah. So they holiday, call it. Yeah. Holiday, yeah. Yeah. We we uh, you know. we didn't go to the Isle of Wight or no. or whatever the you know whatever the Beatles sing about. Yeah. We um, uh you know life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. And I, and I did take a holiday within mm. our holiday. That's right. We we had yeah. I, I had yeah. some uh, some issues, and then you you had a holiday. We said, let's just push this. Let's push this bad boy back a week. Give 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 ourselves a vacation. Let's really marinate in this episode. You know, let's. Yeah, you know, it, it was funny because it, it it felt good to take a week off or you know from the show, but man, it feels great to get back. Yeah, it feels real good. Yeah, I have, I have thoughts, I have movies I've seen that I need to just let people know I saw. Yeah, them. you got to tell people what no, you watched. Yeah, so I mean, let's just jump right into it. We, we, we took that extra long break. What, what did you watch? I'd like to say I have a massive list yeah. because of the extra long break, but I don't, and it's because we've been watching a lot of TV shows, sure. which I've mentioned many times on this show. But I got some movies. I think I'm going to list them from worst to best. Okay. And I think... Overall, they're all good. Okay. So, let's see here. It's like an all-star game. Yeah. The worst player in an all-star game, still pretty damn good. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Even Daniel Vogelbach a few years ago mm-hmm. was a, was okay in the, in the before the all-star break. Yeah. And then the all-star break happened and he sucked. Was he hey, an all-star? He, he was an all-star, Milwaukee? yeah. Wow. No, not Milwaukee, for Seattle. Oh, my God, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody um, gets a representative. <laughs> that's right. So I think, and this is barely the, this is a, this is not a bad movie, but uh-huh. it is not the best of what I saw. Okay. I watched the 2021, I know you've seen this, uh, Bob Odenkirk, Nobody. No, yeah. Nobody. Um, 2021, bad. Oh, I told you that came out three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, yeah. it's a fun little movie. Yeah. Um, I, I. I don't want to spoil much, but like Christopher Lloyd is is in it. He's shooting people. Yeah. The the RZA shows up. He's shooting people. It. Bob yeah. Odenkirk is, I, I, it's like, uh, it's kind of like a, seems like a poor man's like John Wick. Or, a lot of John Wick compares. Or, um, so. But it, it's fun. It it's it's yeah. ultra violent, and um, doesn't really take itself too seriously. It's a good time at the movies, but yeah, you're right. You know, and we'll see what else you have on your list. But it's one I enjoy. I can't tell you what happened in it, really. Like, yeah, I like mean, six months later, it's not what I think about a lot, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever revisit it. I'm not clamoring for nobody too. Exactly. But if there was, I'd I think I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, I think if there was a nobody too, I'd, I'd say I had a good time with that. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I watched, finally watched, and you've mentioned um, watching this before. Uh, watched 2021 Encanto. Ah, the Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. Um, a few notes. Um. It's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's better than Nobody, apparently. It's better. Based on your ranking. For me, it was, but yeah, a little yeah. more enjoyable than Nobody. Um, I will say that I think the the music is, is exceptional in it. Yeah. That being said, the better song is is not No One Talks About Bruno. I don't know why that's, everyone thinks that's the better I song. I also don't understand why that was the hit. I, I think the, the Under Pressure song. That the the strong girl sings. Okay. To me, that's the strongest song. I like the one that the flower girl sings. That's a great song. Yeah, too. like that. But yeah. But the fact that we don't talk about Bruno became the hit. Yeah. I, that surprised me because I did not think that was the best song. Right. Of the and and another note on music mm-hmm. is the reason that I even like entertained watching this movie was yeah. because I was promised in the previews for this movie that it had a lot of Latin flair. Mm. That music is all Western. 
Yeah. There's hardly any Latin flair in that music, and that disappointed me because I I really like uh, Coco. Is it very? Where is it set? Argentina. It's a it the the Chile? Mo- the movie definitely has like a like a very yeah. like Latin flair South American. Yeah, it's it, yeah it's, it's South America. Yeah, yeah. The movie the movie does. Yeah, mm-hmm. the movie absolutely is. But I thought the music was gonna be right. more, and it is not. It is as Western as music gets, and. Not like West country western, but yeah. you know what I mean. Um, now, who promised you this? Lin Manuel Miranda in the fucking previews. He did. okay, Lin did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if people just were like, they saw that it was a Kato, they saw like brown cartoon singing, they go, it has a lot of Latin flair. I am, I swear, they're talking about like. The I would definitely thing. say it is more like I don't know anything about like music from South America, pop. but. It's definitely Lin Manuel Miranda music. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not Coco. Definitely, definitely it's not Coco. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I did I did enjoy it, and I you know if I was hanging out with some kids, you know, or my nieces and nephews, I I'd watch it with them. Yeah. Again, that's how I saw it. You know, just kind of sitting down, absorbing it through osmosis, like three times it's been on. Yeah. And then um, I watched. I, we're going back in time a little bit. Okay. Nineteen eighty six. Clap. I don't know if it's a classic. Is it a cult classic? I'll let you decide. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, Back to School. Oh. Is it a cult classic? I don't know. I don't know if there's a cult around it. But I still quite liked it. Okay. And I think I liked it even more now. (coughs) I haven't probably seen it in 15, 20 years. But I actually, like, really appreciate Rodney Dangerfield in it. He's Rodney Dangerfield, but he's not, like, super... Over the top, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, he's like Caddyshack, right? No, they, they, he keeps it kind of like contained, mm-hmm. and there's not as much diving as I remember. If you ask me what happens in uh, back school, I would say he makes a sandwich out of appetizers, and there's a ton of diving. Right. So not much diving. Not as much as, um, as we remember. It's a pretty. It's a pretty. I think it's a pretty good movie, and and. Uh, we got some Robert Downey Juniors in it. I that that was I'm like holy crap, Robert Downey Junior. You look way different back in '86. Mm-hmm. Young, of course, yeah. but he definitely had some like dental work and stuff. Who's I, the son? I have no idea. Okay, he's no, he's not. Because that's what I thought. I was like, did 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 Robert Downey Junior. get passed on that role and take the secondary role? Okay, right. And then, See, I always thought, I was like, not that it's like Jason Bateman, I was like, oh, it's somebody like, oh, it's like a Jason Bateman, it's like someone you recognize, and then like... It, it's no one. Oh, okay. It's no one you'd recognize, though, like, kind of the villain guy, the villain uh-huh. uh, student is yeah. um, Johnny from uh, Cry Kid. Oh, okay. Um, Zapka. Zapka. Bill Zapka. Yeah. William Zapka. Yeah. Um, but that movie's still, it's fun. I, I recommend checking it out. All right. And then um, got out to the theater. We talked briefly yesterday, yeah. and so I'll just keep it brief. Um, I think in this order, but these movies are close. They're so different. I'm going to go The Unbearable Weight of Massive, Ta- Massive Talent. Right. Went and saw that. That is just a fun romp. Uh-huh. And then went to see The Northman. Extremely different films. Fun romp? A good action romp yeah. with, with a little... It's, it's like... It's like some Gladiator with a little 300 and a little bit of Indiana Jones thrown in there. And then, you know, one of the greatest directors probably of, of you know, the, the last five Modern, years. Yeah, so to find Robert Eggers. Like, yeah. yeah, it's really, and, and, and uh, Sarsgaard. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what's funny, but I mean, you say kind of 300 meets Gladiator meets, I was like, they're kind of just ripping off the Lion King, right? That's... <laughs> I watched this and was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> uh, and then that's, that Sarsgaard guy, he doesn't get near enough roles. Oh, he, yeah. he does a ton of HBO stuff. Like yeah. He's, he's, but I think he's a really good actor. Yeah, True Blood, Pretty Little Lies. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Everybody's Taylor, about his Taylor brother Taylor Joy role, rules, right? Yeah. Um, so those two, and then um, to top it off, a movie that no one's heard of. I didn't hear of until I watched it. Okay. I just was scrolling. I found it, and it is fantastic. All right. 2013. Better than The Northman. Better than Unbearable Weight of Immense Talent. Yeah. Better than Back to School. I'm excited for this. 2013. 2013, a movie called Coherence. I've never heard of this movie. 
Yeah, no one has, Mark. This movie is, it's like a sci-fi horror, not really horror. Uh, the gist is a group of friends are having a, are at a dinner party. Yeah. And there's like, there's like this like Haley's Comet kind of event happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. And things start getting weird. Yeah. And it's like this crazy dimensional time thing. It is... I can't recommend this movie enough. It is really, really awesome. Yes, it sounds like Clue. It is a. It is. Where is it? Uh, streaming. It's on uh, Amazon. Okay. Uh, streaming on Amazon. Coherence. Anybody in it? Coherence. I'm looking at the cast right now, Mark, and I don't know any of these. There's people. no Jason Bateman. No Jason Bateman. I didn't recognize any of them watching it. I'm looking through here. I mean, the cast is like it's like seven or eight people. Okay. It's all it's very contained movie. It's, a, it's like eight people in a room. Like that's the movie. I I think it was cool. Here I'm unbelievable. Gonna... And I think it was only like in hour twenty five. I do love that. Here I am. Okay, eighty eighty percent around tomato. Coherence. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. It's on. It is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I mean, even even like, it's not even like a director you you'd know. Yeah, it, it kind of it reminded me of like an, of Annihilation. Okay. Um, or even Ex Machina. You know those Alex Garland things. Like, yeah. it is just cool. All right, I'm I'm gonna watch this. It is I'm cool. Gonna, I'm adding it. To my note to watch Coherence. Can I tell you a funny Alex Garland anecdote before I yeah. get to my list? Is that the end of yours? Yeah, I'm done. That, that's that the was, top, top of the of the list. How's that the movies today? It, slightly more packed than I thought it was. I where I got to my seat, I tell a guy to move his coat. Uh, <laughs> I, I said, "Oh, I'm right here," and he moved his coat. And then I sat. And then he it was like older guy, uh, big older guy too. So I kind of like lead to one side. I'm a big guy too, and I'm I'm a. Uh, conscious of people's space, um, so I kind of leaned. You know, I was at the end, and uh, you know, nice guy. Like the priest was about to start. He's like, "How's it going?" I was like, "Movie's about to start, man. Don't. Why, why are you talking to me?" I was like, "Yeah, good." He's like, "Oh, I was like, how are you? Great, great rainy day to watch a movie in the afternoon." I was like, "Yeah, Damn all right. right. Hey, previews are starting. <laughs> Please stop talking to me. Uh, that would be rude, but you know, we don't talk in the movies. No, no. and." Um, the trailer for the new Alex Gar- Garland movie came, which looks super creepy. Looks, looks terrifying. I'm going to watch this. Looks terrifying. I'm ready for that one. <laughs> so, the trailer's there, and then at the end, the title comes up, and it says, Men. And he just, huh, like, scoffs. Like, oh, men are... That's a, this is not... All he did was scoff, or huh, make that kind of noise. Uh-huh. I'm interpreting this as, oh, a movie about men being the bad guys. <laughs> But he was probably like, huh. and then like, yeah, I will see that. Yeah. But it was very, yeah, it was just this, huh, <laughs> men, huh. <laughs> so I was like, that's how I tell you. He didn't say anything about the Nope trailer, so I was like, all right, you know, maybe you know, maybe this, you know. But yeah, just huh, right as the men came out, or maybe he's just like, I was like, huh, that's a weird name for a scary movie. <laughs> so I, right, nice enough guy. He seemed to, he got up immediately after the North Bend uh, ended. I think uh, spoiler that's that's what I saw the, the North Bend. He got up immediately. I think he had to use the bathroom. Oh yeah. Uh, like, as soon as that last shot is, he's out like a book out and <laughs> waddle into the to the bathroom. I mean, I had to go too. I know that feeling. Yeah, I mean it's a long one. It's two hours fifteen yeah, minutes. You know. One, yeah. Plus, I start. I looked at my watch. Twenty minutes of previews. Yeah, I was losing my mind when I went to the when I yeah. went to see Unbearable Weight. I was like, "This is insane." And I had seen there was not there was not one trailer I had not seen before. And you know, I mean, I obviously go see a lot more movies than maybe the general public. I'm on YouTube a lot more, but man, we, we got it. We got to figure it out. Yeah, I, I, I've paid I've paid a ticket showing the movie I want to see. Threes, but I mean, I, I didn't keep count, but six trailers probably. Uh, yeah, and, and then commercials like yeah. I mean, uh, the Elvis movie, the men, uh, the Thor trailers. I mean, that's three right there. And there must have been three more I, I saw. So, um, yeah, figure it out, theaters. I, I saw quite a bit. I, I don't know if I... 
can I rank these worse to, to what I said? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tell, show you, tell you movies. These are rewatches. I, I got a couple rewatches in. Yeah. Then some movies I saw at home, and then I'm I'm back. Theater Mark, he's back. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to come back. <laughs> um, couple rewatches I saw. I rewatched the Batman. It's on uh, HBO Max. Uh, I still really enjoyed it. Upon second rewatch, the runtime hits me a lot more. Okay. Just like. Man, this is a long movie. Maybe you can start to see where they could cut. Yeah, like now I'm starting like, this could be 230 instead of 256. No. You know, I mean, it's really good. It's a very good movie, but, it, you know, it, it, it's not Zodiac. Like, it doesn't need to be this no. long. Um, plus, you knew you were getting a sequel. You know, you can let, yeah. you, you know, you don't have to get so much story in there. Um, here's one. Should be three hours long because I just have a blast watching this movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's that's just a delight. That's a that's delight a of a movie. movie. That's um, just a fun movie. Yeah, here's one. Not so much of a delight. Uh, didn't hold up as well. Um, We're the Millers. The Jason Sudeikis, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. They have to pretend to be a family with uh, Emma Robert or uh, yeah Emma Roberts, Emma Roberts and. Uh, yeah. um, Ah, the, uh, the the boy ended up being somebody too uh, of of note. Um, yeah, Will Poulter is uh, he's just a, a lot of things. Um, it's oh, like there's definitely some laughs, but not enough. It, it, it's just kind of, it's a dumb. It's, it's a little raunchier than I remember it being. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of it's so classified as a raunchy comedy, but just not as much jokes mm-hmm. as. Uh, as I remember it being. Uh, okay, so... Oh, so I guess after that, there's just one new movie I saw at home, but I liked it. 2020's The Night House, starring Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it's it's not scary, but it's so it's, it's more of a thriller. Um, it's good, and she's fantastic in it. It's kind of one of those movies you watch. It's like when I saw Hereditary, and you go... Why isn't she being recognized for best actress in a movie? Like, right. She is carrying this entire. It's her, and like spooky stuff happening to her. But it is just her on camera for an hour and a half, and I'm invested. And she's going through a range of emotions. Um, yeah, she's great. I I, I I I enjoyed the Night House. Yeah, that one's on my watch list. Yeah, I added that. That's on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah I saw that on HBO. I'm like, watch it. Yeah. All right. Glad you recommend it. In the theaters. I'm back in theaters. You know who else is back in theaters? Michael Bay. I saw Ambulance with <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, uh, I just, I just want to try to always butcher uh, Yaya Abdul Bati. Um, it it is fun and stupid. It's incredibly stupid. Jake Gyllenhaal. You and I. We we are both Gyllenhaal. We are Team Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, he can keep Taylor Swift's red scarf for all I care, uh, as long as he keeps being a weirdo in movies. And he's like kind of full weirdo. Like he's just going for it. I like that about Jake Gyllenhaal. It's incredibly stupid, and there are so many drone shots in this. At one point, I was actually getting like motion sickness, where I like I got to look away from the screen. This is like I I sat a row closer than I normally do because I wanted to be engulfed in ambulance. You wanted to feel like you were in the ambulance. I wanted to feel like I was in the, in the ambulance, but I was like, oh, this is, there's a little too much. He's taking this camera, and he's flying right, you know, uh, right through car chases. I also appreciate it. You know, I, it is dumb. It, 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 you know, I thought I was like, yeah, that was a fun ride at, a, at you know, in a theater, but it is nice watching this where you go, yeah, he really wrecked all those cars. Like, Michael, this isn't CGI. This isn't some green screen Avengers bullshit. He said, Give me, give me a dozen police cars, and I'm blowing them up. I'm I'm driving them off bridges. His inspiration, smoking a bandit too. I wish, <laughs> I wish he would have gone for it. I wish he would have said, you know what? I wish he would have gone. Blues Brothers, two thousand, gone after. I said, I'm gonna wreck more cars in a single shot than any other movie. He was close, but um, yeah, ambulance. It's it's definitely more Bad Boys two, but. I enjoy Bad Boys too, you know? Uh, all right. So, I saw The Northman today, and I, I really like The Northman. It's, Robert Eggers is dope. I enjoy every single Robert Eggers movie I've seen. They are visually 
appealing. They're very artistic. I thought, you know, the story was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it's... And that was, so, yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's it's The Lion King. It's Hamlet. It's, you know, it's a tale of revenge. This is the second movie in 2020 where a guy yells out he's vengeance. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, 2022, the year of vengeance. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I dug it. It's, yeah, it's a good movie, and it, and it it's it, very good. It follows it follows a a, a, ta- a formula as old as time itself. Yeah, you know the the, the avenging the father. Yeah, trope. I think this and what, this is like this is based on like a Norse a, a, tale, yeah, yeah. A, a tale, like a, like a fable that you know yeah. is yeah as I said, tale as old as time, yeah. uh, Beauty and the Beast style. Uh, so yeah, check out the Northman. It makes me want to rewatch. Um, the Vivitch, and and maybe 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 I do a nice little back to back of Witch and uh, and Lighthouse, and just you know, just have a weird time, just live in black and white. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just really. Let's just get weird with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and then last movie I saw, uh, absolutely, I, I everything everywhere all at once. Okay. And I love that movie. I, that movie was it was so good. It was funny. It was uh, it was action like the fight choreography like was really dope. It's a, it's a cool story. It's a weird story, and so I guess it's kind of sci-fi comedy action, but it's great. Uh, the guy I don't want to um, the 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 male lead was like that guy looks so familiar. Where do I know that guy from? It's uh, Kihu Kwan, who was Data in the Goonies and Short Round in um, oh. Indiana Jones. Apparently retired from acting. This is his comeback. Cool. Uh, yeah, he kind of just plays a dad. And I was like, that guy looks so familiar. He kind of sounds, he sounds the same. He kind of still sounds like, you know. Keep dark. saying booty traps. Yes. Guys, <laughs> he has that voice. So I was like, yeah, this, this guy's familiar. Um, yeah. Absolutely loved everything, everywhere, all at once. Awesome. Um, and that's it. That's, yeah, three movies in the theater. And then, you know, another cool one with the, with the Nighthouse. Uh, did manage to get two other movies in. We, uh, as start of our Oh They Act Now month, watched Beyonce in Austin Powers Gold Member, the third entry in the Austin Powers uh, trilogy. The first Austin Powers, International Man of Mysteries, a 1997 movie. Uh, it's the story of a... As a swinging fashion photographer by day and a groovy British super agent by night, Austin Powers is the 60s most shagadelic spy, baby. But can he stop megalomaniac Dr. Evil from the after the bald villain freezes himself and unthaws in the 90s? With the help of sexy sidekick Vanessa Kensington, he just might. If he were any cooler, he'd still be frozen. Austin Powers is uh, directed by Jay Roach. Stars uh, Mike Myers, Elizabeth Hurley, Michael York, Mimi Rogers, Robert Wagner. Um, was this your first time watching Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery? It was not. Yeah. It was not. I I can't even tell you the amount of times I've seen it. Probably less than ten, but I've seen it a lot. And then parts of it here and there probably a hundred times. Yeah. As much as I've heard people say million dollars or do I make you horny it feels like I've seen this movie quote lasers laser is definitely a um, movie I feel like I've seen a lot more times but I'm probably with you dozen times probably, yeah. probably saw it especially in 1997 this was just on HBO all the time maybe there's like a big MTV campaign for this uh, like you know Austin Powers just kind of everywhere um, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Austin Powers well, international man of mystery when I went to rewatch this I thought it's been a while, and I was just like, I'm going to fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I was going to hate this movie. And as, as I got going, I, I mean, I was still laughing. Yeah. I was still laughing at everything that made me laugh before, and I don't I don't know why. It's got a charm to it. Um, I can't explain, but it, it kept me, it kept me in. It's, I don't, this is probably for lack of, no. I also, when I pick this, I kind of, now as a 36-year-old adult man, when I pick this, I go, I 
don't like these awesome... I, these are dumb movies. But I kind of picked things I hadn't seen this in going on 20 years. Uh, it's almost... It's smarter than I remember being. Yeah. Like, the, the satire of the James Bond and the 60s. Like, it's definitely a lot smarter than I... Maybe I gave it credit for back in 1997 or, like, in 2004. When this thing... Before memes were a thing, this thing just kind of, like meme to hell of mm-hmm. people just quoting blazers and million dollars and all that stuff. I almost and this is this is my own um this is my own thing where it got quoted so much I go, Austin Powers is a movie for dumb people and dumb people like Austin Powers. Yeah, I can't I can't tell you the amount of people that told me Austin Powers was their favorite movie in college, especially yeah. in college. And me being like okay. Yeah. Idiot. But there were definitely jokes in this that just made me laugh. I mean, and some of the dumb humor. I mean, there there is the stuff where you know he he's making a satire on the '60s and Austin Powers is the butt of the joke in the '90s. But also some of the dumb humor where you know who does number two work for? That made me laugh. Like yeah. some of the dumb poop and fart humor is is funny to me still. Like. Yeah, there's a good because there's a good mix of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the 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 running shadow joke theme is uh, is funny. Like, yeah, it, that maintain. I yeah, it's good. Uh, Will Ferrell being burnt alive <laughs> like that made me laugh. I forgot Will Ferrell was in this. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then when he falls on the chair, I was like, oh, I remember this part. And then yeah, the, I'm badly burnt. <laughs> um, well, a lot of people also saw this movie. Mike um, had a sixty million dollar budget. Grossed $67.7 million in the box office. 73% on Rotten Tomato based on 66 reviews. The critical consensus reads, A light and goofy comedy which provides a laugh largely due to the performances of Myers. And um, he just plays the two roles in this. But, I mean, Dr. Evil is a very funny character in Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Uh, later in uh, movies, he, he dons the uh, prosthetics a lot more. Uh Really goes like full Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a sequel in between this, which uh, came out. Um, I want to say 2000 right now. 2000 is Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah. We skipped that one. I we were, didn't. Okay. So <laughs> do you want to give a brief? Uh, what were your thoughts on that one? So I started that movie. Mike, I am gonna fucking hate this movie, yeah. Mark. And frankly, I still liked that one too. I really did it. It's literally the same movie. Yeah. It is the same movie again, but for some reason it was fine for me. Is it? Now, I kind of had this, after watching these two, I had this thought, wait, is Spy Who Shagged Me the the best one out of these three? Because it, it's the same movie, but you get Fat Bastard and Mini-Me, so he just kind of added these two I, yeah. iconic characters to... I may be in the minor- minority yeah. here. I'm not a Fat Bastard fan. Okay. I don't like Fat Bastard at all. Like, yeah. I, him being in the movie is like, I just don't like him. Okay. Um. So I'm going to say no, but okay. but Mini-Me's great. Yeah. Mini-Me edition is great. Um. I did I did still like it, though. I was pleasantly surprised with watching it. Mm. Uh, and that movie, that one I've probably only seen three times now. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only joke I, I remember, you know, there's Fat Bastard, there's Mini-Me. Doc, I do like Dr. Evil saying, he's singing a song and it says, I wrote that. Which, that's just fun. Like, I would do the same thing. Yeah. If I went back, yeah. if I had musical talent, you know, yeah, if I went back to the 70s, I'd absolutely, like, play a song from, uh, you know, the 90s and say, yeah, I wrote that. I wrote that. Uh, and then Austin Powers giving, uh, uh, who's the girl? It's, um... Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Um, a massage and she says lower and then he just says it in a deeper voice. <laughs> and that just always even that, that's always still, that's, it still that's, works. That's yeah. one of those like smarter jokes where yeah, he's you know, how's this? Yeah. How does that feel? It's very that's very like airplane. How does that feel, baby? Yeah, it's very airplane. Like, yeah. The, the airplane yeah. humor. Yeah. Um well then in two thousand two we get the third entry in the Austin Powers franchise. Austin Powers in gold member. Um Mike Myers returns along with Jay Roach, who uh, I think directed the third one as well. Uh, Seth Green, Vern Troyer uh, also return along with uh, Addie Michael Caine and Beyonce Knowles, uh, which is why this uh, qualifies for this month. 
The world's most shagadelic spy continues his fight against Dr. Evil. This time, the diabolical doctor and his clone, Mini-Me, team up with his new foe, 70's Kingpin Goldmember, while pursuing the team of villains to stop them from world domination. Austin gets help from his dad and an old girlfriend. He's still evil, he's still deadly, and he's still surrounded by freaking idiots. Uh, Austin Powers, Goldmember. Um, what were your initial thoughts? I was like, I'm going to really hate this movie. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Before the start. Did you watch it in order? I did. Okay. Before the start of every movie, I'm like, okay. I, and I, after, I was like, okay, I like that one. Now yeah. I'm definitely going to hate the second one. Mm-hmm. Still like that. I'm like, I'm really going to hate this movie. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't hate it. It is. <laughs> so... Not as strongly as mine, but, you know, I kind of had this, like, wait, these aren't good, right? And then I watched the first Austin Powers, I go, okay, that's funny, but obviously the third one, this is just a cash grab, just re recycling old jokes, and they kind of do. But when it starts, I'm, I'm in, I go, I forgot about this opening. Yeah, the opening. And this is great, this is great. Yeah, Austin Powers was just, like, a huge success, and, of course, you get... Uh, Tom Cruise and um, Gwyneth Paltrow to be in the like you're in your movie within a movie. Yeah, and, Travolta, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Up, I was like, oh wow, yeah. Like, Times have changed. Times have changed. I was like, ooh, that didn't age well. But then Danny DeVito shows up. I was like, this aged perfectly. Just, hey, assholes. Uh, and that even hits better now after the life of. It's always something in Philadelphia. Right, which would have been after this. Yeah, like, I mean, that just hit... that's been around forever, but this is 2002. Yeah, that hit that hits even harder now with Danny DeVito showing up because of... Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, up the budget from $16 million to $63 million. This movie grossed $296.7 million. Uh, the biggest um, box office for an Austin Powers movie. Only 53% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 186 reviews. The consensus reads, while the narrative structure is messy and doesn't make much sense, it contains enough inspired bits to entertain. Um, we'll, we'll jump right into it. What did you like about Austin Powers in Goldmember? I, I, positive or yeah. a negative. The positive being that they kind of broke the wall, broke the fourth wall about recycling the recycling material. Yeah. Um, because that would be a negative for me. But the fact that they made a joke about it, about making jokes again, was funny to me. It's, yeah, it, it's weird how that, like, I, I didn't find the gold member character funny at all. Right. But I feel like them just saying, oh, I'm Dutch, how weird am I? I think they were kind of almost making a statement of like, yeah, these are these are James. These are our villains in our third installment. He's Dutch, and that's weird enough to make him a villain. Like, yeah, like, like almost making a commentary on it, and to be like, "Yeah, we're tired of this too." Yep. Um. So yeah, I, I actually do kind of like that, even though necessarily the jokes didn't work. But it is one of those like, "Oh, this is actually a little weird." Yeah. Um. Opening for me still like that that worked great Pre- premium for me. opening for sure yeah I remember this was the second time I've seen this movie I had not revisited it since I saw it in the theater okay um and when it came out O2? O2. yeah so I went I went to the theater with some college buddies or something and I remember the opening blowing me away but this was my second viewing which may like and I haven't seen despite shagging me that many times, but mm-hmm. it may, I mean, my overall thought of the movie may <coughs> be relative to how many times I've seen it. Um, but yeah, so, so that, you know, the, the breaking of the fourth wall ever so slightly was, was a positive for me because it, it, it played a good part in what they were trying to mm-hmm. do. Um, yeah, you know, returning characters are great. New characters were fine. Um, I, Goldmember was fine. Mm. I guess. I, you know, um, you know before, before we get into the next ones, I'll say this about a thing that I don't think I would enjoy this, but re-watching these, I did. Oh, it goes along with the opening numbers. I do like the, I do like Austin Powers dancing. Yeah. I do like the big, just everything, everything breaks off into a dance. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, I enjoy that about about these movies that they take a time. Um, but to spin that into negatives, Doctor Evil rapping. I know they did it in the second one. I didn't rewatch the second one. I don't know what your thoughts are, and just the two of us when they go into um, Hard Knocks Life, I was like, I hate this so much. Like it time it time stamps this movie so two two thousand two. I was like, oh yeah, because I guess that was a big song. Yeah. But, that wasn't that didn't really blow me away. Yeah. Either this 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 viewing didn't hate it, but it it didn't. I could have cared less. Yeah, I, I did not enjoy that. Um, and then outside of Mike Myers playing four roles, yeah, they brought like everybody else is just kind of like no one else is really doing anything. Yeah, it's really just Mike Myers acting against Mike Myers for jokes and. Uh, no one else really gets jokes in this. Yeah, you know, Michael Caine's pretty good, Ugh. I think. But he's not doing a whole lot. Yeah. He's just doing Michael Caine. Now, he does deliver one of the most memorable li- uh, the, a line for movies that I... It's a quote I've never... And I'll get it wrong, but I've never been able to get it out of my mind because I think it's so funny. Uh-huh. when he's like, there's... There's... Uh, what, two things I can't stand oh, in this geez. world. Someone did... Let's, uh, intolerance. Intolerance of other people's culture. Yeah. And the Dutch. And the Dutch. That and I, that is just a quote that is stuck in me is, since I saw this movie, and I, I just think it is so damn funny. Yeah. That would... Yeah. That, that is one of the funnier... I, what I just always remember of... Yeah. Intolerance and the Dutch. Yeah. See, it's ironic. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, so watching two of these, the penis humor in this one, I, it was just nothing for me. Where, like, in the first one, they almost do a thing, like, the sweetest penis enlarger, it goes on so long that it's like, the thing where it's funny, and then you go, this joke's going on way too long, but then it goes on even longer, you go, alright, it's it's funny again. And then it's in the end credits again. Yes. And you're like, ah, there it is. When he pulls out the... When he's just like, that's not my bag. And then the guy pulls out the... The fact that he would be frozen, he would bring his personal items. You know, it's a it's a, it's a a necklace. It's a suit. Uh, his glasses or his loafers. And a penis lounger. A book. The receipt. Like, it, it just went off so long that eventually I was like, that's a funny... That's a funny gag. Yeah. They just know, like... Don't worry, we're gonna do this for four minutes, and by the end, it will be hilarious. It will be, it'll be, yeah, it'll pay off. Yeah, that he brought a book, Swedish Peter Solarges, and me. It's my bag, baby. Written, written, by, written by Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in this one, it just, um, I don't know. It's kind of you're not that saying like my arms crossed. You know, the first one warmed me up to Austin Powers, and then nothing. I you know was like, oh, this is juvenile humor. It just they just weren't funny to me. And, and to the point where, you know, I, I remember the Swedish larger a bit. I can't recite a bit that didn't work for me here. Like, yeah, they just keep going and going with it, and and it, like, yeah, I think it's just like, even though the the run times are all like the same on those movies, yeah. they're like all like ninety minutes. I just am like, did they just do so much more penis humor in the third one where it just bored me? Yeah, I probably not, but maybe it was just after and me watching two before this. Maybe I was just, like, whitewashed. That being said, I still liked it uh-huh. for some reason. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe after three movies, maybe, maybe like the rest of us, did we, we just get Austin Powers fatigue. Um, that's, why, that's why there was no fourth. Could be. It could be. I'm, yeah. <coughs> I, I think that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they put them out back to back to back years, but five years between three, you know, for three movies. That's you know? still yeah. pretty short, right? Yeah, but uh, you know, we're, we're like, I feel like they were doing something with Goldberg, like the humor. Like there was a there was a point to it of just saying like, ah, he's weird because he's Dutch, and that's not a, that's not a weird thing, but we're gonna make it weird. You know, like we're saying like, that's enough to be a villain in this. Like, but when I was watching the like the 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 fuck me fuck you humor, I was like, oh, that's. That's not good. Not good That's, at all. Yeah. I think it was bad in 2002. Yeah. But especially in 2022. Yeah. That's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no payoff to this joke other than that, like, ah, their names are funny. Yeah. That's yeah. not. Yeah. That, that one wasn't good. Yeah. 
I didn't. I didn't get this joke. I actually had to look it up online. Um, the smoke in the pancake, the crepe in a crepe in a pipe, bong in a blitz. I was like, what does this mean? What is, what's the joke here? And the joke simply is, that's what Dutch people are known for, right? Uh, morning pastries and smoking. Getting high, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Amsterdam. That yeah, yeah, that's literally the joke. And now that like now that, I was like, wait, is this like is smoke in a pancake? Like, is that a, is that is that lingo I'm not hip to? Turns out it isn't. I appreciate the joke more. The the Danish, yeah, and the and the weed. Yeah. I always yeah, I always thought it was like something I wasn't getting, and now that I realize, like, oh no, it is so. There's nothing to get. It made it better to me. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you, so you sat through three of these. Yeah. Would you like to see a fourth Austin Powers? Ooh. Is it time? I kind of think it might be time actually. Uh, after getting to the third one and not absolutely hating it like uh-huh. I thought I would, I kind of thought, you know, maybe we could relaunch this sucker. I, I'd be I think the way you do is you take Austin, who in the first one, you know, learned about, you know, his 60-way, you know, evolved, you know, into the 90s, you know, got floss, learned to... Um, respect uh, Vanessa uh, by the end of it. I think what you do is you take a guy in the 60s who learned about living in the 90s and then take a 90s guy, put him in 2022. Um, that, that could be something, you know? Because it's great 20 years later. I mean, I guess 60s to the ni- 90s, that's 30 years, how different drastic times are. But you think like 90s, 2020, it's like, wow, things are way different. Yeah. I guess that's how time works. That is time. That's just... Yeah, time time's so different, you know. Austin Powers now having to do with like technology, you know, um, everything being online, you know. Uh, Austin Powers having to deal with being canceled. He absolutely would be right <laughs> if he started a Twitter account. Yeah, if he truly was an international man of mystery, like a well-known spy, uh, which also it's. I mean, I think that's the joke, but just funny. Like you're a celebrity spy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, in twenty twenty two, like oh, there'd be a hashtag, you know. Right. Um. Hashtag, I'm not too... Hashtag, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> or, or no baby. No baby. Yeah, yeah, cancel, yeah him. cancel him, yeah. Um, that being said, I don't know if I want to... What's Mike Myers up to? I I have no idea. I mean, after Austin Powers, he tried uh, The Love Guru. Yeah. That was a fail. I mean, I know everyone... There was a lot of people hyped up. He's like, all right, Austin's back, or, mm-hmm. or Mike Myers is back, and that was a m- massive fail. Yep. After that, I, th- I think that was it. Sh- uh, well, the Shrek's were widely successful. It's kind of like Eddie Murphy, right? Like, you go do five Shreks, you're a voice actor. I forgot about Shrek. Right? I had completely forgot about Shrek. But that's like, two th- that's as 2000s to 2010, yeah. right? But when you're doing voice acting, no one, like, yeah, he's the voice of Shrek. And those were huge, like, wildly successful movies. But no one thinks mm-hmm. about you when and, you're doing yeah, voice. They, they weren't successful because of Mike Myers. No. Yeah. It's because Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, if you were like... They people who voice led voices and like I, I would, the list would start with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I mean Shrek's the char- Shrek's the main character, but Eddie Murphy drive drives the the whole story, mm-hmm. right? Like his comedy and and his actions, yeah, are what moves the story. No, even with Eddie Murphy, I, I think when we did uh, the Night Professor, I think we had the same question: Where was Eddie Murphy? I had forgotten about Shrek just because you don't see him on camera. Like when you go through his sure. mentally doing his IMDb, it's like, oh yeah, I remember. All right, yeah, he did uh, I Spy, and then he's done like a bat, lot of bad like kids movies. And you forget he just had this wildly successful, probably a lot of money made, this ten year stretch where yeah he didn't have to work that much because yeah, and I mean he's donkey. I, I don't know what Mike Myers is doing, movie wise now. Not much. I I got a feeling he might be doing a lot of producing and writing. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. That's right. Right, yeah. shows up like yeah. in Glorious Bastards. Right, I mean. Tiny roles. Tiny roles, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe he's just the one to be in movies. It could be. Yeah. It could just be done acting. He's Canadian, you know. And he, he had a great career. Yeah. Um, all right. What about a remake? No. I'm drawing a line. Yeah. I don't think we could do... We cannot remake Goldmember. We couldn't remake any of them. Yeah, you cannot... These movies work because of Mike Myers. Yeah. Like, you can't... Now, I'll say this. I might be game for a prequel, because 
the the the, the guys they had. Oh yeah, yeah. Doing Young Evil the, the, and yeah. Young Austin were awesome. Yeah, they were so awesome. <laughs> I would love to see just like you know those two Harry Potter setting, right? Like yeah. in school. Uh, I want to see if those were. Josh Zuckerman and Aaron Himmelstein. Aaron Himmelstein, who played young Austin, doesn't seem to really have much. And Josh Zuckerman, same. Yeah, so <laughs> let's get those guys. Let's relaunch their careers. Yeah. Yeah, they probably look the same, right? 20 years later. Yeah, surely, surely. You know, the, you, you could do a young one. And, well, I don't know how popular Ospires is now, but, I mean, they'd have a line out the door of people who can do, uh, or at least think they can do a Dr. Evil impression. Absolutely, yeah. A line out the door of just college bros and million dollars. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Friggin' lasers. Yeah. And just, yeah, ba- yeah, baby. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit here, Mark, uh, about the theme of, of this series. So yeah. The theme was, oh, you act? Was oh, that- yeah. Oh yeah, you act, and so that Beyonce. We, we haven't touched on Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, so that that's what I want to touch on. Like, you you wanted to do this movie, uh-huh. because Beyonce. Was there any other reason other than Beyonce's in it, and she is a musician? Uh, I mainly wanted to do it. I feel like I guess we just spoke in the mandate, but I felt like we hadn't done a comedy after. Maybe it was just after doing. Um, Man, I think it was really just watching Red Dragon and Manhunter. I was like, I, I need to laugh. Yeah, yeah. So sure, I wanted sure. to do a comedy. I wanted to try to figure out a theme behind it. Um, and it, so it really was Austin Powers, like that kind of, but then I was kind of going down the list. The Beyonce of it all, um, it, more as I was going down the list, it was just, oh yeah, I forgot Beyonce was in this movie. This was like her first acting role. Um, she was in Destiny's Child, and now she's one of the biggest. Pop singers, you know. Yeah, absolute megastar, right? Megastar. Megastar. That was in this, the third installment of this, you know, spoof comedy. Yeah. And um, re-watch it. I thought I was actually going to have more Beyonce opinions. And then rewatching it, I didn't have a lot in that. I just didn't think she had a lot to do in this. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that too. And and I I, per- I didn't really like the character of Foxy mm-hmm. Cleopatra. Um not because of Beyonce, or yeah. I just didn't like her role in the movie. It was kind of like, I understood they were kind of going for like like the black exploitation. Oh yeah, Foxy Brown. I, I totally get the theme of it, but for they sure. didn't. Yeah, there was like nothing um, really to it. Yeah, I get what they're doing, and even like, and this is one of the, I like about the movies. He always gets in his time travel car, and that uh, was a, the, the heiress so that got in a pit mobile, right? Yeah, and, and that was funny to me. But like, yeah, like. Fox and Cleopatra didn't really hit for me. Uh-huh. And and so I'm thinking, well, I don't want to like give a negative review of Beyonce Knowles in this mm-hmm. because I don't think she did anything really wrong, but she also didn't really do anything great. I think it could have been any person in that role. Yes, it absolutely... But I think this is the third one where you start the movie off with Tom Cruise and Gwyneth Paltrow. And I think this... So I think it kind of had to be a thing where it's like every... I think... You kind of like Heather Graham in two thousand. I don't know if Heather Graham's like a a name that's like oh yeah Heather Graham to I be mean, you know the the sexy sidekick. I mean, what was Heather Graham doing then? She was that Boogie Nights Bo- before this. Boogie right? Nights was before. Yeah, was Boogie Nights, Lost in Space, that kind of era. Oh yeah, I guess maybe Lost in Space. Yeah, you maybe know? she was kind I mean, of she becoming kind of. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching too and be like, oh, it's Heather Graham. Yeah. Um, also, what the, where'd her character go? Because yeah, I, I love what they did with Elizabeth Hurley's character, turn her into a fembot. Yeah. Couldn't have done something just even, since you recycle everything, just turn Heather Graham to a fembot? Yeah. I mean, they couldn't get her to do it. Yeah, didn't want to come back. Just, um, but yeah, so like I, like the Beyonce, I was trying to pay attention to her because mm-hmm. that was kind of the reason we were doing the movie a little, yeah. a little bit, you know, and, and I was just like, ah, she's not tanking. She's not winning any awards. She's just existing. I was a little excited in the beginning of the introduction of Beyonce because I thought her and the Nathan Lane joke where he she's talking but he's mouthing it, I thought that was very funny. I mean, that's more Nathan Lane than, than her. It was excellent. It was yeah. well done, yeah. Him, 
him just matching her perfectly was so great. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay. Beyonce's good in this. And then just, and then after that, nothing, like, nothing happens with her. Yeah, it, it just became the, the mini-me and, and Austin Power show. Yeah, there was nothing about her coming from the 70s into the future uh, or present time, like, nothing she had to adapt to or anything. Yeah, yeah eventually just becomes the Austin Powers, Dr. Evil mini-me thing, and she's just kind of a forgot, like, they introduce her, you know, in this intro where she has to sing, she's doing the song for Goldmember, she has that very funny scene with Nathan Lane, and then barely is in the rest of the movie. Yeah. She kind of just accompanies Austin there and then disappears for large parts of jokes. Yeah. Uh, kind of a, yeah, kind of a waste of Beyonce, but I, I understand why they cast her, just because they're like, well, we got somebody for that. You know, it could have yeah, just been... It was either a waste of Beyonce or a, a good use of her, right? Because right. It, it, and it very well may be she's not a good actress. Yeah. And so they kind of like did some cutting and editing to... to to make it work, I, I'm. I mean, yeah, that very well could be. I, I don't you know, know what else I've seen her in, if anything. Dream Girls, and that that's it. That's the only thing I remember her from. I thought she was uh, saw. I mean, I mean, that's the. Uh, uh, I mean, that's more Jennifer Hudson more than yeah. you know, as far as the acting goes. But yeah, maybe it's a good use of Beyonce in that you got a very popular person at the, at the time to be in this movie for a not greatly written role. Yeah. And watching this movie, I was like, this like this is not a strong script. You know, this is right. yeah. you know, this is just this is the Mike Myers show. You know, this is just put him in makeup and let him do his jokes. But as far as the script, you know, the consensus kind of uh, what did it read? Um uh, not, not confusing plot, but uh narrative structure is messy and doesn't make much sense. And I I don't think there's really much of a plot to this at all. It's just Let's just get Austin and Dr. Evil from one thing to the yeah, other. And, and I, I feel like they even up the spin cuts. I call them spin cuts. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're spin cuts. So the, the first one didn't have near as many of them, but the second one had a bunch, and I think Goldhammer a lot. Those, just yeah. those cuts between scenes yeah. where it's Austin like, like 70s yeah. chicks dancing around him. I was, just, I was just in my mind like, they're called spin cuts. I don't know yeah. why. I don't think they but, are. But, yeah. but they, I'm like, okay, we're having way too many of those in this. So are we just, are we now just doing this thing where we're just going... Comedy bit to comedy bit to comedy bit. Yeah. Which we were, but Basil Exposition, wonderfully named, you know, like, that's just genius. Yeah. Right. Basil Exposition. Basil Exposition. Who, what's he do? <coughs> Tells you the story. Um, yeah, it definitely was, um, yeah, Basil <laughs> in the beginning, I, I knew we were kind of in trouble when they captured Dr. Evil. Was, he's just there. There's a couple jokes going back and forth around the table as everybody gets the you know everybody gets their jokes in and then it's just not so fast not and then everybody's there and like oh, that's it huh and yeah then, and then we go to the silence the size of the lamb homage uh, I actually that was very funny oh, that was good. the yeah. beginning part of it especially when it, you know he's like uh, daddy issues and then he's just like. you know he keeps dropping you know father dad and then at the end he's like I I uh, you know. I miss my dad, or when he just ends up yelling out. Uh, uh, I I thought I thought that was funny. Uh, I did too, and maybe that hit so hit nicely too because of the our previous like doing Manhunter. Yes, you know? yeah, like we just kind of yeah. solved something similar yeah. to this, and now, yes, of course, Austin has to go to doctor in order to catch a madman. He has to go talk to Doctor Evil. Um, the name, yeah, you know the name, you know, Gold Member, not you know. Of course, you have to do like a penis joke, you know, for an Austin Powers thing. But I do like, and I guess it's more of the first one, the Basil Exposition. Uh, that first one where he's introducing everybody, and it's you know his number two is number two, and then uh, Lucky Charms, whatever that guy's name was, and then the you know the, the big guy is uh, Random Tasks. Random Tasks. Random yeah. Tasks. It's an odd job. So yeah. Random Tasks. I thought uh, was. Uh, and in the original, that Tom Arnold scene. Yeah. Is amazing, <laughs> sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Um, all right, you know. So we talked about we talked about a few people: Beyonce uh, or Foxy Cleopatra. We talked about Basil Exposition. Which character in the Austin Powers movies, uh, Goldmember, is most worthy of a spinoff movie? Ooh. They have to be in Goldmember. They have to be in Goldmember. Uh if you have one for Goldberg, but yeah, we'll open it up to International Man of Mystery. Um, I would. 
obvious here, but I'd, I'd have to say his father for me. Uh, just because that's really the only character that I... I like Michael... Ke- like, whether or not Michael King did it, but... Yeah. I don't... I don't want Fat Bastard movies. Yeah. I, I just don't. Now that you remind me of the Lucky Charms guy, maybe... Oh, was that the... Maybe Lucky Charms he, guy? He said, every time he kills it, he leaves one of his tokens off his... Uh, <laughs> and, at, you know, in Scotland Yard, everyone's after his Lucky Charms. <laughs> what, what's what's what the... you? What's Mindy Sterling's character? Front off... Oh, uh, Frau. Uh, I can't remember. She makes me laugh. She's hilarious. In International Man of Mystery, so especially when she's explaining the thing, to, it's just so funny. Like ah, the cereal and the kids. And, yeah. Uh, she makes me laugh. Yeah, you know, in this one because, I mean, you know, there's Austin Doctor. Those are the stars. Like I don't. There's re- and this kind of makes him about the movie is that there's really no great side. I don't want a Scott Evil movie. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, this one, they, there's not, there wasn't a ton of other characters and none that they really made you, like, care about, really, or, like, were interesting or were funny enough where I was like, ah, yeah, I like to see their jokes. Maybe we take it to an, the whole, nut, like, take it a tier deeper uh-huh. in, in, in meta here and we go an Adam McKay-esque fictional telling of a, of a non-fiction event based on number two oh. going, taking the company, legit. It's like the big short. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. That could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, yeah, they do a lot of, like, talking to the camera. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, you know, they do, his, you know, the Adam McKay comedy. Yeah, the Adam McKay thing, the Vice, the winning time thing, yeah. the spotlight thing. You know. What do you think of... Or the, you know, the big short thing, not spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> the spotlight thing? Spot... What if you go spotlight? <laughs> it's the investigating team. Yes. From the Boston, Boston Globe, Globe. And they're investigating uh, the corporation that the was corporation, the corporation. Evil Corp. And then they uncover that. It's like, wait a minute, they have ties to Dr. Evil, who was like this crazy madman from the 60s. <laughs> what do you think of the title, Austin Powers in Goldmember? I'm okay with it. It follows the theme. Yeah. I, I, I do like that it's not Austin Powers 3, it's Austin Powers in Goldmember. Yeah. You know, it's like. Kind of like the movie's called Gold Member, and then you get Osiris above the title in yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. It works. Yeah, they, I, they I don't know if it's keep a they keep a smart theme going there with yeah. the titles. I don't know if it's House to the second story. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, you've seen all three of these now. Twenty years from now, you get the hankering to watch Osiris. Which one are you putting on first? OG, going going International Man. I think it's the strongest of the three. Yeah, that's definitely out of these two. Uh, it definitely made me laugh the mm-hmm. most. Like, had the most jokes that I appreciated. Yeah. Um, I think strongest, uh, just film in general. Strongest um, Powers Girl. Elizabeth Hurley oh, was Elizabeth, by far yeah. the best. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would definitely go the first one as well. International, International Man of Mystery. It. That's that's a funny movie. It is. Yeah. It's still good. Do you need to see International Man of Mystery or The Spice Shining to enjoy Gold Member? No, I don't think so. I think you just hop in. Yeah. In fact, you might enjoy it more. You wouldn't get Fat Bastard's backstory if you... Wouldn't matter. You might enjoy it more. It, 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 everything wouldn't be so recycled. Yeah. Um, and finally, Austin Bowers in Gold Member. Did we need it? I'm going to reluctantly say no. I want to say yes, but no. Wow. I want to say yes, but no. We didn't need it. We didn't need it. I'm also going to say no. I, th- I think this could have just been... Maybe even like... You know, I, I didn't watch Spider Shad Me. I, I'll check it out eventually. Maybe It could have just been like his... You know, Wayne's World. Like, yeah, would I... If it was 1998 and the game is Wayne's World 3... Would I probably still like parts of it because I like that character so much? Probably, but I'm also just fine having two Wayne's Worlds and really just one that I watch. Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing new in Goldmember that I was like, ah, but then we wouldn't have this. All right, Mark, here's one for you. Yeah. You, you get the call to green light one or the other. Okay. And after green lighting the movie, you have to sit and watch it. Oof. Are you going 
Are you going to green light the new Wayne's World, or are you going to green light the new Austin Powers? And Mike Myers is back for both. Yep. 60-year-old Mike Myers is going to... I would I would green light Wayne's World 3 before I green lit Austin Powers 4. Because a 60-year-old rocker has yeah. some clout. Yes. <laughs> and I... I'm, I agree with you. I do, I you know, not that we have to put everything up against one another, but I... I'm Team Wayne's World over Team Austin Powers. Yeah, I think Wayne's World hit hits me more. Yeah, you know, it, it's more in touch with my what you know my tastes. I find, and that's what I find. You know, I, I like the first Austin Powers movie. I, I think it's very funny. Um, Wayne Campbell less annoying to me than Austin Powers. Uh, you know, there weren't guys annoying me in college saying, "No stairway denied," but people saying. Do I make you horny? And that was like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, tonight. or just yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Shagged down. I didn't need to hear that. Shagged Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so there you go. Awesome powers in gold member. We don't need it. Go check out the first one if you're so inclined. I think it's still on HBO Max. Uh, I mean, you can watch all three of these movies in an afternoon. Yeah, they, no I think they all come in under 90 Yeah, the, it, it is. I mean, you could do a sit-down and have a... And still feel like, you know what? I could watch another movie after all these three movies. It's so short. Yeah. Four and a half hours for three movies. Three awesome powers is like one and a quarter of the Batmans. Yeah. So... Piece of cake. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, we're keeping a... Oh, the act now? Month going. Yeah. So... I did a lot of deliberating on this yeah. one because you went with Beyonce, you went with a musician, and it's like, I don't want to do another musician. Okay. And I was looking like, well, there's gobs of musicians doing movies yeah. and gobs of musicians that have done sequels. Mm. And then I was like, no, I'm not a musician. I'm like, do I do an athlete? Right. And I was like, you know what? And at the time, the only athlete I could kind of think was... LeBron doing Space Jam. I'm like, I'm not doing that. We're mm-hmm. not doing that. And then I was like, do I do a professional wrestler? Oh. I could definitely do a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like, is that count? Because professional wrestling is just like really athletic acting, right? Yeah. I mean, when I came up with this thing, I was trying to think of like, okay, who does this include? I didn't even think of professional wrestlers. Just I do think of them as actors. Like, Yeah. So uh, I got to looking and I, I, I don't, I think it qualifies. Yeah. Um, and I and I am trying to I'm trying to be non-obvious about it. So I am doing professional athlete. Okay. But not your classical athlete. Okay. And I tried to get as early as I can in their career. Yeah. Because said person is now like a well-known performer. Oh. And so what we're going to be watching and and I got more to this, but we're going to be watching Chuck Norris in Missing in Action Two, oh. the beginning. So Chuck Norris was a was a, a competitive karate Olympic medal All right. karate guy before yeah. he got into acting. And I do think his earliest movie was was uh, the Bruce Lee Enter uh, uh, the Dragon. Was it Enter no, 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 the, uh, the, the Dragon? Yeah. Well, Way of the Dragon doesn't have a sequel, right. nor is it a sequel to anything. So I'm like, well, I can't do that. Uh-huh. So I try to go as early as I can, and I, I don't know if this is as early as Delta Force, mm-hmm. but it's pretty early. Yeah. And so, another caveat, and I've done this to, to you before. I'm like, this is the movie we're doing, and we look and look and look, and we can't find it anywhere. Okay. So what? Or uh, what was the the Ben Stiller we want to do? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid, Heartbreak, yes. But there's been a couple of movies that are like, it's not on streaming or, yeah. or, or, and so I'm like, man, Missing in Action, it ain't, you can't, you can't rent it oh. or anything. So Mark, I just took the liberty. What is, Mike's, Mike's reaching I, to I just bag. took some liberties and right here, I got you two Blu-rays. Oh, wow. I got you Missing in Action and Missing in Action 2, The Beginning. Look how these are packaged. Oh, man. <laughs> I got us both a set. Yeah. And I, because I, I got my heart set on that movie. And then I was, I was devastated when I really couldn't find a good place to stream it or uh-huh. rent it. Um, and so I just got on Amazon. And I was like, oh, I can just buy both these on Blu-ray for, for 10 bucks. Yeah. Order two. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I did not know Chuck Norris was an Olympic uh, karate champion. Yes. I think he fully counts. And this is kind of the person I was not Chuck Norris specifically, but the Oh They Act Now, really, I was. The guy I was actually thinking about, but we already done it, and I didn't want to do the third one, was OJ. Right. And this is, I, Chuck Norris, you know, he's a guy who came from a different world. It was like, yeah, I act now. I, I had briefly thought about Naked Gun, uh, but then I thought, no, we're not we're not going to go there yet. Yeah. And then I was like, there's got to be something else. And I was trying to go take a different angle on it. I mean, I, and I, and, and all in, like, all honesty, I thought about going with the um, Gaga Bradley Cooper um, yeah. Star Wars Born. That, um, yeah. I thought about going that, and... And then I thought, well, which one do we compare it to? Because I think it's been remade. Like, I think it's like the fourth yeah. remake. Yeah. And then I was like, well, you go with the you go with the Streisand one, right? I think right. And, or, yeah, because I mean that's Chris Christopherson, and yeah. so I think that'd be the more fun one to watch. Because there's like a Judy Garland. Yeah. One. Yeah. And but then I decided I didn't want to think heavy. Yeah. How heavy could Missing in Action be? No, I am very excited to watch. Missing in action. I, I've seen the original, but I was yeah. probably like in junior high, maybe, and I have no idea what two is about. It's just called the beginning, so I'm like, is it a prequel? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, missing in action All two. Right. There Chuck we go. Morris. We're wrapping up. Oh, the act now uh, with this. I'm looking for it. So if you want to keep up with the show, you want to watch it, head to Amazon. You can get a two pack uh, for for ten bucks and. Not available to rent. Um, no. Well, there was some streaming, weird streaming services that had it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have these. I don't think Mark does. Yeah. A couple I'd never heard of. Tubi's about as obscure and, as I go. And then you couldn't even buy those digital on Amazon. Uh-huh. Um, and that's always the easy one for me is Prime Video. Yeah. And you, then I was like, really? You couldn't buy You couldn't buy them digital on Amazon. And you couldn't rent them digital on Amazon. Uh-huh. Um. I think like Apple TV had Apple TV had one of them, but not oh. both. Like that was the thing. It was like I, there wasn't a place where both were. So I just said, you know what, physical media it is. The, and this is why we got to keep physical media alive yep. because if you leave it up to streaming, things like Missing in Action aren't going to be available. Heartbreak Kid. Um, I still don't think you can rent uh, a few good men. Really? That's what I owe. Oh, I every. Six months, I get a hanker to watch A Few Good Men, not available to rent. You have to buy a digital, and it's like 20 bucks still. And I'm like, well, I'd rather just own the DVD. Or get lucky on TNT. Yeah, or, or, or <laughs> I guess that's right. I should just flip a cable. Like, yeah. Probably on AMC. <laughs> All right. Missing in Action 2. Uh, that'll be next week. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel and remakes. I'm out of things to say. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs>